washing your pants every day and washing your hands. Anyways, I'm just being silly. And I am doing swell. I am just little driving, working out and stuff. So that's what it is. You're probably like, oh, she a little dry. Well, anyways, so it's my dry ass. Uh, this is season four of the Random Horror Show, and thank you for hanging in with me um, in this little rinky-dink-ass podcast coming out of the Piney Woods of East Texas. Got really great, great cheap taste in podcast listening, um, especially uh, how I operate this whole shindig. And here at the Random Horror Show, where we film commentate on horror, science fiction, fantasy, cult classics, and the obscure in movies, television, and books. You know, I got to say my little thing and stuff. You know, I got to share my little girl, girl thing. Well, tonight's podcast, <laughs> this, is, this is about every, I'm going to say this is about every man's favorite doesn't matter how hokey it is, it doesn't matter how shitty the special effects were, but all what mattered was that space vampire girl walking around in London, but is naked. Yes, I am talking about Life Force, the movie that everybody did not give a shit. <laughs> Didn't give a shit about the acting. None of that. They just want to see Matilda May. Uh, she was 18 years old at the time. Walking around in this movie naked. Um, That was the biggest highlight of Life Force. Uh, Life Force is based on a novel called Space Vampires course we have two actors that are from texas the lone star state where this podcast is coming from steve railsback and director tony cooper who poltergeist um damn i said poltergeist i know he texas chainsaw massacre shit tony cooper has done uh, so many directed so many movies um, but this one right here, he did the complete rush job on this shit, and actually, uh, production, um, it looks rushed, but they actually went over schedule and production of filming this movie, and I'm just like, the way how this movie, the tone and everything else in this movie, it feels like it was just slapped together. But it really wasn't. How ironic is that that they went over schedule with filming Life Force, um, and it doesn't even feel like they they look like they went under, or maybe just filmed it in two weeks. But Life Force takes place in you know our time. Um, there's like a space exploration. Is a British American uh, space exploration. They find a, uh, looks like an umbrella of some type inside Halley's Comet, not Haley's Comet, 
um, they find some dead ass creatures and stuff and they find three preserved beautiful cases of two males and one beautiful and of course Carson who is played by Steve Railsback is so enamored by the space vampire girl which is played by Matilda May has been picked out of over a, a lot of women I did some research on this and she was perfect um, for this role even though she did not speak a lot of English she's a French actress um, they hired her because of her uh, the way how she moved and when I watched this movie when I was a kid of course it was the edited scenes and stuff with the blurs and stuff but you know you have to catch it uh, either on Cinemax or Showtime or something showed, you know, Life Force, you know, without being on regular TV. And I know there was like completely a whole bunch of boners sitting up there watching Life Force. And I bet for some of you viewers who have watched Life Force, even either you have watched it when it premiered, uh, coming out in 1985, or you just caught it. Uh, maybe like a decade later um, especially for those who are a little bit like 30 and under and stuff um, yeah you get plenty of eye candy right there but uh, they deemed the movie as pornographic and I just kind of looked at it and I was like I don't see nothing pornographic but I did see um, what they were talking about but you know the premises the synopsis of the movie is that you know they're vampires they're from outer space uh, they suck the life force um, out of the living. Um, Carlson is like has this telekinesis uh, bond with the space girl vampire. Uh, they're terrorizing uh, motherfucking London and shit. You know, it's like up to like simply reds. <laughs> I call him simply red. <laughs> simply red's brother. You know, he's like this officer detective whatever is shit you know so it's like all of that patrick stewart is in this movie so you have um you know you have like a really a uh, pretty good um cast that um that was in life force and stuff so yeah we're gonna be talking about old titty shaking booty shaking energy stealing weird ass acting terrible 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 makeup terrible special effects but hey people liked it because of Matilda May so I'm gonna grab my coffee cause I can't stop giggling um, <laughs> at life force but anyways, uh, tonight's podcast is Life Force. Alright, I am back with tonight's podcast, the 1985 horror science fiction film Life Force. 
and I got my coffee already ready and shit, you know, mm. it's time to get naked, I should, I should have got naked doing this podcast just for the ambiance, and, you know, just a special ded- dedication to Matilda May, because I'm telling you, Matilda May rocked that shit, I read that she, um, she stayed naked, they, you know, between cuts, they're like, oh, here's a robe, Miss May, she's like, robe, fuck, (laughs) so she made everybody so uncomfortable on the set, because she was totally naked, and she did not put on a robe, and I was just like, shit, it's just her staying in character, and, you know, Matilda was really, she was very, very pretty, and you know what, I noticed her damn eyebrows, she had some pretty ass eyebrows, I was like, oh my gosh, she has the most prettiest eyebrows, and y'all know I do, um, I'm a brow expert, you know, brow professional, and I was just like, damn, she got some pretty ass eyeballs, not eyeballs, I meant eyebrows, good lord, (laughs) Mm. well, anyways, you know, our cast, of course, is Matilda May, Steve Railsback, Peter Flirt, I call him um, Simply Red's older brother who, who plays <laughs> Colonel Kane. Um, Sir Patrick Stewart, who plays the psychiatrist um, for a mental asylum, Dr. Armstrong, and a whole bunch of other people. Also, Frank Finlay is in, um, is in here as Dr. Hans Malata. So, I've, like, recognized him in a lot of old, um, British movies or, or, like, some shows and stuff, because I used to watch, uh, a lot of older British, uh, TV shows, uh, when I was younger, too. Isn't that interesting? You know, Small Town Girl, we had PBS, then we had Satellite, so I kind of like all the, the British shit, the British shows, the movies and stuff and you know a lot of people don't get like british humor all people do but you know back in when i was growing up nobody didn't get that shit and i also grew up with doctor who uh of course tom baker the fourth doctor is my favorite um doctor so um no cap on that right there so let's get started of life fools and so life force you know the british and american they changed it up because it was supposed to be all british and like i said it was based um on only adaptation of called the space vampires and um of course their the team finds a odd looking um, object where they are entering Halley's comet um they find it they see like all these old decrepit dead as like, like gigantic bats and so they're like oh what is that and so the thing starts to open up like an umbrella they're like hey the 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 ship is opening and this beam of light like comes like through and then like carlson he was like we go through i was like bitch if there's like something opening up i'm in space and something is opening up and I see some light, and I'm just like, I'm not gonna fucking explore, because we're not gonna be door explorer, 
we don't even have no motherfucking backpack. We don't have uh 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 what's what's the what's the little uh little ugly monkey name boots. Mm-mm. Dora would not even even explore that right there. I'm just telling you, Dora would not explore that shit right there. Shit, not even what's the other night? Diego, they Diego wouldn't either. So I'm just saying. So they find these perfectly preserved three bodies. And Carlson's like, it seems like I've been here before. Um, okay, you know, this is your first time going out from space, but okay, bro. So um, they brought back the bodies. 30 days later, there's no word on the ship. And so they launched another, um, you know, ship out as a rescue crew because the ship is now orbiting around the Earth and nobody's answering. When they get there, the whole place is torched, the records are burned, uh, they see the three bodies there, all perfectly preserved, um, butt-ass naked and everything, and one thing that, like, 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 I, like I said, I said shout out to Matilda May, because, like, honey, like, though I was a young girl, I ain't supposed to be watching it, but anyways, I, like, watch that shit as it is and stuff, but I was kind of, like, had, like, that fascination of, like, vampires, but then, like, when I got older, and I was a big werewolf fan, and I said, you know, maybe I give vampires a chance and stuff, I kind of like this version of, like, the vampires, but the way how they operate, I was just like, ew, y'all kind of gross, though, you know what I'm saying, because y'all be turning people half-ass dead and they don't live for like you know they have to they when they wake up in two two hours and stuff they have to like you know feed of course on the life force uh there it's not blood but it's actually you know people's energy and stuff and it's just i don't know i was just like i'm i'm done with this shit but anyways what i liked about like the movie is like the beauty of and the horror of how she uses Carlson because Carlson just could not take his eyes off of her, you know, and everything. Well, anyways, they um got, you know, they recovered the three bodies. They put them in London at a facility, and it was just a little rinky-dink-ass facility and stuff, y'all. So, like, old, old homegirl, she woke up and shit, and she got her some, like, she got her a snack from one of the guards. And they talking about that dude 20. That motherfucker didn't look near damn 20. That motherfucker looked 35. So, anyway, she sucked his ass. Him dead. So, the guy who was watching, you know, which is Dr. Bukowski. I'm finna call him Dr. Um, Bukowski. Bukowski. <laughs> He came, he comes down and he's, a, you know, he is like, oh my gosh, she woke up, you know, and sucked the life out of that dude. And she came over and she just like, hey, boo, bitch, you know, he's like, oh, I'm terrified. And so she sucks some little bit of life out of him. So when they came down, then they like, what's going on? What then happened? And he tells him like, look, she was very alluring. I couldn't help it. I mean, she is that attractive to where she is 
she has like a very powerful sexual energy with her to where I could not resist. And so she sucks some life out of his butt. And so she's going down the stairs and walking through, you know, people like getting radio to my, hey, there's a naked girl going through the building. Stop her. They like, what? So old homie and shit, he was like, yeah, you playing like that. And she come walking by, titties jiggling and stuff, booty, booty popping, booty popping, coochie popping on the handstand. And he was just like amazed because he's like, they were not playing, you know. There's a naked chick going down the stairs. So there was like two other guys, they uh, try to stop her. You know, she uses her, uh, you know, her energy and everything to knock them down. She chokes one of them and stuff. Because when I was toying with her to my hair, here now, you know, you want to fight? You know, I'm just like, girl, I do the same thing too. I do like that that Darth Vader, you know, choke shit too on his ass and he's sitting there taunting her with like, a, with a piece of like, you know, biscuit, come on, yeah, I know it's a cookie, but I say biscuit because we on British time, don't tell her with a piece of biscuit, I was just like, you asshole, you deserve to get choked, so she breaks out the glass and there she goes, she's like out, so they're alert, you know, there's, um, Colonel um, Colin Kane, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Simply Red, older brother, he comes in. He was like interviewing them. He interviews like Dr. Bukowski, and you know, Dr. Hans was there and shit. He was like, man, this is a crazy mess right here. And he was like interviewing them, you know, see what to the bottom of. But I like Kane though, because Kane like kept his cool, but he could tell that like your ass was lying or your ass just 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 delusional but he always like kept his cool like throughout this movie he really was not like a dumb like you know person throughout this movie and that's the reason why i like respected you know like colonel kane is that he wasn't dumb also dr hans Bolada, he wasn't like you know, he was in charge of the department where he does, like, all the lab testing, like, on blood samples, etc., etc. But, yeah, I, like, these were the only two people on in this movie, you know, other than the space vampires, they were not stupid. So, we fast forward, she goes, and she, um, drains the life out of a, a young lady in the park. She is found, she is dead. They bring her back. They do um, experiments. They see that she's coming to life, even though everything is sucked out of her. And then she blows up and shit. And they were like hot diggity dogs. So they put old like old home biscuit and stuff. Now like old home biscuit, you know, the guard that the space vampire chick like sucked the life out of. You know, I kind of skipped a little bit and everything because that was like, you know, afterwards that, you know, the, the lady that they found. Well, anyways, like the guard, you know, they was finna like do, you know, uh, they had him on the table. You know, they're doing an experiment and also, you know, a dissection on him to figure out like, why is he like that? And of course, like, oh, oh, guard dude, you know, he dead, he popped back up and then he was like telling old like old certain dude like come here come here give me some sugar baby you know he was all like that 
you know, like off of Army of Darkness, suck this shit off, him dead, everybody screwed, you know, so they sedated him and they placed him um, in the basement uh, for careful observation to make sure that he does not get out, so they have to contain the problem because now they're, you know, they're timing the uh, people that she sucked the life force that came back to life and so they're just like okay we want to like detain this quarantine this because we don't want to cause a mass panic all right so they were like okay like since everybody's dead on the ship that brought them back the three vampires back to earth and stuff so where's Colonel, you know, like Carlson at? Well, Carlson, he like got on his skate pod. He was like in Texas. Why's everything gotta be landing in fucking Texas and shit? How come it can't land in New Mexico? But by the way, I love New Mexico. And so they got them all, you know, uh, you know, washed up, you know, throw some like medicine in his ass, you know at the hospital what's it called walter yeah because like i remember people used to go to the walter ones walter reed they went to walter reed you know i remember people that go to walter reed and shit like that veterans and stuff you know that was in the military and um you know he comes in like all spiffy and shit you know because he had like that old beard and everything when they found him he's like all shaking and shit like a leaf and of course you know Kane. He was like, hey, what the hell happened? What, what, what happened on the ship? Because we got this old butt-naked-ass girl walking around sucking people's life forces, and then they die, and then they come back to life in two hours and shit, and then they trying to, like, they kind of like zombies trying to get some more life, but then, you know, we are not letting them do that, you know, because they're killing people, so what's going on? So Carson tells all the dang story and stuff. And, you know, like I said, you know, like, Kane ain't stupid. He ain't dumb. You know, he ain't brand new like that. And so he was just like, mm-hmm, yeah, like, why you lie? So Carson went to bed, and he was on, of course, like, video observation by Kane because Kane was watching him. And so Kane, like, seen him you know, having a nightmare, and Carlson, you know, he has this dream, and she's in the dream, and she's like, Carlson, uh, I want you, I love you, ooh, I want to get all up on that, you know what I'm saying, she's like, give me the business, baby, you know what I'm saying, like, you can't deny who, what you are, you always belong to us, you know what you are, you never belong down here, you know, she was all like that, he was like all kissing and shit like that, all on her, you know, licking her titties and stuff like that, and then he starts seeing like all horrible ass things that what she was doing, and, and he was like, ah, you know, he woke up and shit, you know what I'm saying, and like, Kane was like, what's going on, you know, you woke up and shit, you know, you yelling acting damn fool in your dream so like Carlson's like hey I know where she at hey what you talking about man I seen her in this dream she was like you know she was another person 
So they like hit, you know, they hypnotize Carson and stuff. Carson like telling them how this woman looked, you know, who was like this real pretty, like curly redhead chick, you know, with long ass legs. She went over there to like old like chap and stuff, like old old ass dude and everything. He put some shit up in the car and she like enticing him. She's like, yeah, look at me. All I got is a trench coat and some pantyhose and some heels and that's all I got on, baby. And he was just like, okay, then I'm finna get up in the car. Come on up in this car, baby. You know, he was like an old-ass player and stuff, but like British style and everything. He was like an old player, you know, player, player from the Himalayas. He was a little bit holla, 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 holla at you. So she like making like all these leg suggestions and shit. And Carlson is just telling like what is really going on. So he gives them the license plate. And he also describes the young woman that the space girl has transferred her mind into. And so they go to the hospital, the mental hospital that where the, you know, the nurse is at that he's seen previously in his hypnotic dream. And the strangest ass acting I have ever seen in my whole entire fucking life, even when I watched this when I was younger, I was like, I don't get this. Why is he slapping this woman? Why is he jerking on this one? I was like, that is the most oddest. It was, it was, it, it was unnerving. I was like, man, what the fuck wrong with you? And then like Kane was like, shit, be my guest. You know what I'm saying? You know what to do. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I'm just gonna chill and lay back, like, cause, cause Carlson, you was strange as American. You know that was going in Simply Red's head, older brother head, like. You strange. Well, I'm gonna let you do it, cowboy. You know what I'm saying? So he kept slapping her. Then he was like kissing her and shit. You know, some strange ass stuff. Kane was like, man, this is nasty. You know, you a freak, man. He, you a freaky. And so he pulls the, the, uh, her, what you call that? Her robe down. He's seen all these scratches and shit. You know what I'm saying? He was like, oh, what? like god damn what the hell so he beats it out of her and shit and then all of a sudden she started talking through the girl man scared shit out of Kane because Kane almost like pissed on himself and then crossing like oh you know just talking like her like some old abusive ass husband and shit I'm like Oh my god, I was like, there's more to this story. That's the reason why Kane ain't dumb like that, because he knew it was more to this. Cause he knew Carlson was lying when he give off that damn bogus ass story and shit, talking about, oh yeah, all my crewmates died one by one, and I like destroyed the records, and I was the only one, and I don't know why she kept me alive and everything. Kane wasn't dumb. He ain't dumb. And so the girl snapped out because now um, Space Girl, you know, she transferred her consciousness into Sir Patrick Stewart, you know, oh, oh, Professor X. So they were like, all right, we finna go holler at Professor X and everything. So, so they went to the asylum and they gave Professor X like this little roost and stuff because they knew that like 
it was her and you know dr armstrong professor x you know captain picard so when they got there and they was talking to him she did you know she touched carlson and carlson felt that and then he like oh yeah she 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 all up and home so they said yeah there was like a guy you know he has his big birthmark and everything they're like oh well that's a child murderer and he's been incapacitated so you know okay let's go check what what y'all talking about excuse me and so they like went up in a homie room you know there's like the dude with the big old birthmark but like i said this is a ruse to trap her and stuff so they ordered like this dude looking like a british lurch and shit you know what i'm saying to get these like this drug to like knock their asses out and stuff when they get the acting you know naughty and so carlson went up in there and they like stuck his ass and shit like oh like you know picard now you know this fool is like you know all sedated you know he just moving around you know he flopping like a fish and shit you know if y'all remember you know when Oh, homeboy James, like, played like a young, you know, Charles Xavier. You know, when that bullet, like, hit him and shit, he was, like, flopping like a fish on the, uh, on first class on the beach. <laughs> That's how Patrick Stewart was. <laughs> he was, he was like that. So, when they sedated him, because Lurch was like, shit, I don't know what's going on, but okay. So, they, like, took him to a room, you know, they put him on the table. And he, like, ordered, like, Carson ordered Lurch. He's like, yo, you need to give me three or four of them, like, dab pins of that good shit because we gonna trap her ass and stuff. You know what I'm saying? We gonna trap her ass. And he was like, man, that can, like, kill him. They're like, I don't care. We gonna trap him. You know what I'm saying? So they, like, hook up the juice, like, in Professor X and stuff. Professor X, you know, via, you know, Space Girl voice was, like, talking all that mad shit and everything. You know, what she gonna do? Why you doing this to me? Then he started hollering and stuff. You know how, like, Patrick Stewart was hollering? Kind of, like, remind me, you know, when he was, um, you know, when he turned into the Borg. And he got, like, that name and stuff. Was it Abraxas? Abraham, something like that. Abacus, something. Shit, I have to watch. I have to rewatch all of uh, Star Trek: Next Generation. But yeah, he was like all transformed like that. But it was not like exactly like that. But you know what I'm getting. You know what I'm getting at, y'all. So, <laughs> so anyways, like she's like, you know, she like, fuck it. You gonna kiss me, Carlson? It, it, this is like I think this is like the most like <gasps> moment like everybody is like shit dropped whenever you see you know Patrick Stewart and still Steve Rails back you know kissing and stuff because they're just like and I know like there was some dudes they were uncomfortable but then there's some dudes who are like oh <laughs> but like for some of those for some people that was a most uncomfortable scene right there for them to be kissing and of course like Carlson kisses him and 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 
shit goes out of hand because he's like ah no you know shit Matilda you know like Space Girl shit you there but you you in the body of like Professor X and stuff I can't do this ah so like she breaks free out of the uh out of Dr. Armstrong because she used like all that wind and power and shit like I don't know how the fuck storm got up in that bitch and everything so everything was flying papers were flying and shit you know she was transferring um her kind of like she was transferring herself out of there but really I think it was just something theatrical that she was doing but really it was actually uh Patrick Stewart or Dr. Armstrong's life force was like you know leaving out of like that body because she was still like in her telekinesis you know how she moves around from body to body with her consciousness was stayed inside Dr. Armstrong well unfortunately like you know old like you know one of the dudes and shit that like came with him and everything you know old roger and shit man roger got hurt roger no roger ain't no more because roger broke his neck and then old lurch and shit he was like oh snap what is going on so they were like damn you know we finna take old like you know dr armstrong and like roger with us you know they got on the chopper and they was leaving you know, they was trying to get to, like, one of the bases and stuff, you know, as a rendezvous, so to make sure, you know, well, actually, Roger's dead, and Dr. Armstrong was still kind of, sort of, kind of not, but it really wasn't and stuff, he was already goner, he was already goner and stuff, so, like, they were just having, like, just some old chit-chat, and, 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 you know all of a sudden this is like the stupid ass like special effects that which i freaking laughed at and i was like oh my god this is so pathetic but but in a cool way it like had so it was really cool how they did the blood part so like whenever she was um still kind of trapped in dr armstrong um the blood of dr armstrong and roger was coming out of their mouths and stuff and of course there was like puppet you know like and i was like oh my god that is so fucking fake you know i was like oh my god this is, doesn't even look it doesn't it didn't even look it looked hokey and and, and just hilarious but the cool part about that little hokey part of like seeing the dummy and you know Patrick Stewart and you know Nicholas Ball is that it was the blood was coming out of their mouths and it was forming you know the space girl so that part was really really friggin neat and I was like from that shitty effect special effect actually went in and transitioned to like a really cool uh blood uh you know like version of like space girl and i was like oh man that is like really fucking cool right there and of course they were like oh snap even the helicopter the dude was driving the helicopter he's like oh shit what is it man they start going down and stuff though because it scared the hell out of man you driving a plane and stuff a helicopter and you look back 
and then there's blood and it's like in a form of a naked ass woman and shit and you you freak the hell out too man you you crash the damn plane shit either you gonna jump out of the damn helicopter or plane you you just would i'm sorry and and of course she falls you know the image of her you know falls on the floor you know what i'm saying because it's not really a physical body it's of course it's blood and she leaves and they're like oh we gotta catch her again we don't know where the hell she is but anyways you know carlson tells um simply red's older brother like look um hate to break it to you man but when you know we got them on the ship you know i noticed that the crewmates were dying you know and i went in and you know i got some of her energy and she got some of my energy just i just couldn't help it because like hell you know this bitch fine you know she got some nice uh, uh fat titties on her she got a nice round booty and everything you know her bush is cute you know what i'm saying and and she's so perfect to me you know she did have some bomb ass flawless skin i ain't gonna lie about that and you know he's just like he's like shit i can't help it you know i I couldn't help it that's the reason why she didn't let me die so he and so like you know kane was like man i already knew that like i already knew that like i knew your ass was lying i knew you was hiding stuff because the connection that y'all have is way too close i mean you knew that she was um you know had the young woman that was the nurse uh that was in the facility of the mental hospital and then you knew that dr armstrong was possessed by her so you know like fool like i guess you felt like i i i i I don't know nothing so like he finally breaks the whole truth down to like kane they get to the rendezvous point and they were about to alert everybody and this is like now you know just high alert you know everything is being quarantined now the city city has gone bonkers there's chaos in the streets you have people left and right getting energy sucked out people half zombie vampire whatever it is looking crazy and half dead sucking people left and right chasing people in the tube down the street down on the cobblestones they don't went the diagonal alley and everything they don't found they asses and shit damn muggles was in trouble you know what i'm saying they don't found like damn witches and everything shit harry potter and them ain't safe no more platforms uh, nine and three quarters wasn't safe and shit them damn kids done got by the space vampire uh uh you know uh humans that was like you know been sucked and they died within two hours and then they came back to life started sucking you know the life force from everybody well you know it was it was it was it was national you know like high alert and everything and then you see all the cheesy ass buildings you know which they made models of they're blowing up and setting on fire and i'm like where all this damn fire come from i'm like i know london is a old 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 city 
but damn, like, I didn't know, like, shit, it can, you can easily blow that shit up and stuff, I was like, god dang, why they make it to seem like it was World War Two or something and everything, I was like, I can understand a fire crumpled, but, like, all this explosion shit didn't even make no sense to me, but anyways, besides the point, but, yeah, they're like, oh, okay, they was, like, talking to, like, some old homeboy and everything, and he was, like, you know, calling his secretary, and she was, like, oh, okay, let me come over here, he's, like, Miss Havisham, I don't know her name, and then he was, like, sucking the life force out of her, and, and like, you know, Carlson and Kane, they were, like, oh, shit, we done went to the wrong-ass place and everything, you know how, like, you go to a party, and you see all kinds of stuff that's messed up there, you just like I don't feel comfortable here. Let's go. So yeah, they it made that they made that big ass exit. So like they hauled ass and stuff. But I'm gonna go ahead and take a break, and we'll get back with the second segment of Life Force and the rest of the movie and my thoughts on it. back with the second segment of the random horror shows tonight's podcast feature film commentary on life force had to give me a sip of powerade i like the blue kind mountain blast mountain berry blast to be exact powerade mountain berry blast Get your blast off. Anyways. <laughs> well, you know, Carson and Kane, they got on the helicopter and they're running away from the building since they seen everybody was pretty much in turn into these zombie weird vampires, whatever, sucking the life force and shit. Get on the helicopter. Here come two of the soldiers. They've been turned and it's like meat and shit like falling off one of them gets shot by a flare gun because nobody doesn't carry a firearm so they made it to another rendezvous where this like camp is like serious i mean they are like strapped on strap i mean they 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 ain't bullshitting here and so they had to get this clearance at the front gate you know with the barbed wires and stuff got on in they let them know like hey you know you know the other places all kind of tore up and everything they sucking the life of everybody and the person that was in charge he was like because you know hey we ain't playing you know everything blowing up all up in london you know there's fires going on people getting sucked off you know we're trying to contain you know, the whole city, and now if it spills out outside of the city of the limits, and it's getting, they getting way out there too far, then, you know, we're gonna nuke it and stuff, they're like, oh shit, you don't have to nuke the damn city, there's still people that's living, yo, there's people that are turning, and things like that, you know, this is a crisis going on, and they're like, yeah, we finna nuke this sucker, you know, gets it getting worse, we're gonna nuke it, you know, the end, end of London, you know, lights out, 
So they were like, uh, we got a better way. They're like, uh uh-uh, uh, y'all ain't got no better way. So Carlson, he was like, man, you know, my homegirl calling me and he found out that she was in the cathedral. So he was like, I gotta make it to the cathedral and stuff. And so he like, pew, 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 you know, he like popped a couple of the soldiers and stuff. And he got into the car, you know, he got like some firearms, you know, got something. And he, you know, he burnt it down. So like, Kane, you know, simply Red's older brother, he was like, oh man, crossing them left, shit, you know, hot damn, bloody hell. He was like, man, y'all got a car, y'all got a, like a vehicle and stuff? They're like, yeah, well, I need the keys to it and stuff because I'm finna roll out and burn out and stuff my damn self because I'm trying to catch Carlson before he, you know, he mess up some shit or he dies and stuff. He was like, hey, give me your sidearm. You know, he got him a little piece and stuff. He got his piece and he like burnt it down too and stuff. So like Carlson's all going through the city. I was like, damn, that's... Okay, you got there pretty quick though. Magic of movies. And, you know, he get attacked and he gets out of the vehicle. And I'm just like, I don't even know why you driving so damn slow. You should have been like running over people. That don't even make sense. I'm like, you see people get turning into like this, these ugly ass things and shit. But he was like really following the life force where he was going to the cathedral and stuff. And so, you know, he like made it into the cathedral and shit, you know. She's like, Carson, come here, boo-boo, baby, babe, babe. You know, she was like that, babe. I can't stand that right there. Babe, uh-uh, baby, uh-uh. She was all like that. I can't stand conversation right there. That's so weird. But I say boo-boo sometimes. <laughs> sweetie <laughs> no babe I know but I can't say babe babe I'm like what anyways so uh you know Kane he goes to the facility and it's like all kind of junked up and stuff you know what I'm saying they already had the party the party's over and he goes to doctor you know uh oh Hans and shit you know Hans he all sweaty and stuff you know he done got got and he was telling Kane, he's like, yeah, how, you know, in a phone conversation that they had before uh, Kane, I mean, excuse me, before Dr. Hans got turned into was one of the male vampires uh, inhabited one of the soldiers. And, you know, he done made his, you know, done got him and everything, but he stabbed him with the lead sword. And he, you know, on the phone, he explained to Kane, like, look, vampire lore is you know almost correct it is not a wooden snake that goes through the heart it is actually a lead sword you know or anything that's lead and sharp goes into below the sternum or the solar plexus because that holds like you know like all the life force energy you know nexus that they have inside and you know you know, Cain took that, you know, to accord with that, you know, like, okay, you know, that's the reason why I came back to get this lead sword, just make sure he's alive, but he's like, shit, shit, it's curtains for, like, Hans and stuff, because he done got, and Hans, like, sitting there telling him, like, you know, I used to be afraid of death, you know, 
it's my time to go. So he like left his life force left and everything. He said, I'm going to the upper room, y'all. If y'all don't know about the upper room, that's like the, you know, the books and stuff, especially, you know, like black churches and everything. They have like this little pamphlet that come out every month. It's called the upper room. Or if you hear it's like the upper room. So Hans then went to the upper room. Kane then got the sword, the lead sword. So he's like running out of the facility. He looking around, shoot. They coming out like thriller and stuff. You know, they they like a British, you know, bootleg version of thriller. And of course, thriller came out in 84. And then Poltergeist came out and was like 82. So, you know, you had like that type of makeup that type of special effects and prosthetics like going on right there. So he was like, I ain't that scared, but okay, I'm gonna act like I'm scared. Ooh, ah! And then the car blows up because, you know, all the, the life force energy from people was blowing up stuff all up in London and everywhere else. So it hits the car, it's blowed up and like, simply Red's older brother like, dang, they done messed up my ride and stuff so he's like shit i'm gonna have to like do some chariots of fire you know from the facility to get to the rendezvous point of the cathedral so like you know oh like carl sahita made it he looked shit she been down there all this time and What's so like funny about it and like I just tripped out cause like oh homegirl like she said I'ma work smarter, not harder. So all this time from the point that they put them on the ship and then all the mess that happened on the ship and then that's when the rescue team came and took them down to um London to the facility. And where we seen her walking out, you know, she turned the soldier dude into, like, the dead or whatever. And then she did the girl in the park. She parked her ass at the cathedral. And then, I don't know, she found her a damn grandma gown, a little flannel gown. She's laying, you know, on the tomb and stuff, like she dead or whatever. And I was like, this bitch sleep. So, she she's smart she's real smart because she had her conscious her you know to like affect other people to infect them so like i was like damn that's a smart ass chick right there and so carson is like you're so perfect what do you want from me i'm like this dude got some serious ass issues i'm saying man he got some serious ass issues and shit and she's like you know i am the embodiment of like your feminine that's in your mind so it was like she was telling him hey like the way how you see me is the way i pull that shit out of your subconscious and that is the feminine you know energy that you have to make myself as perfect you know, to you, and to take on the shape and the form of a human woman to look like I am your perfect woman for you, like you, but like she was like, I belong to you, I belong, I belong to you, 
my yeah, she was like every time I see if I yeah, he was like he both of them was like wrong. So like in a weird ass way, it was like it was kind of like the girl was like Carlson, but like in a feminine version of Carlson. So it was like yin and yang, you know what I'm saying? And he was like, ah, but why? Because Carlson is she tortured him, you know. Um, you know anything about folk about the folklore of like, you know, vampires? They choose, you know, their companion, they mate, and stuff like that. So I was kind of thinking like, hmm, I think this is like one of those like last ditch efforts to like dish the two dudes, the vampire space dudes, and I'm gonna be talking about them when I get through with this, and so she can get Carlson as her companion. And so they was like, shit, we gonna be like Beyonce and Jay-Z. We just gonna rule the world. We gonna be, you know, kings and queens of the galaxy and everything. You know, we gonna be like Rick and Morty and shit, but not like, you know, related, you know, blood related like that. You know, we gonna have like these space vampire adventures and, you know, with our powers and stuff that we have you know we can transform transform like mumra as we go you know into different galaxies where life forms are at and we you know take the shape and form of their species and like we just eat them and you know get full and you know have some like space you know kissing sex and stuff with that shit and we just move on to the next planet so that was like pretty much the plan right there but Carlson like I said he just have so many motherfucking issues and I'm just like man you could I said well you know I mean he, he's, he's an astronaut he's he's a colonel and he probably had a lot of ex- space explorations and stuff not really that many but you know it, 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 it sounds like he had too many personal problems to me and plus, like, he's probably, like, you know, for him, he's probably, like, in his 40s or some shit like that. And so he's, like, having that midlife crisis to where he's probably divorced. And then he's, like, oh, my God, I've been divorced for, like, 10 years. He was, like, an alcoholic and shit. And then, like, <clears throat> then he, like, sees, like, the space chick. And he was just, like, oh, my God, you know, like, I got to, like, get this girl but like Ashley she like finessed his ass because I'm just gonna give y'all a secret and everything um a lot of you guys that are in your 40s and your 50s and shit whenever you get with a really young pretty girl that's around 18 19 mm, close to 22 and stuff like that you know how y'all <clears throat> ages and shit um a lot of times they are finessing your ass so I'm kind of uh, it's kind of funny though but anyways but anyways, so, whew, that was a lot right there. So, so, Kane, you know, old Simply Red's um, older brother, he finally makes it to the cathedral. And he's like, all right, I'm finna go up, you know, I'm finna charge up, you know, pony up and stuff with this lead sword. All right, one of the space male vampires, like, bust on out. This is the last remaining uh, survivor. And he was like, you know, had his arms out and shit, you know what I'm saying? He getting like all that pure energy. 
pure energy. You know, life force from everybody that's, you know, getting ate up and whatever and everything. And he, like, get that, like, like the little boom voice and stuff. And he started, like, looking at him and, like, talking through him, like, you know, telekinesis and shit. And it's, like, real, like, like in big caps locks. But it's, like, really, like, debonair and sexy and shit. I was, like, whoa, whoa, yo, boys. It's, oh, I'm, like, ooh. <laughs> he got me thinking over here. <laughs> and so, like, Carlson, you know, you know, not Carlson, but like, Kane was like, man, I ain't got time to be hearing all this. So he like stabs him right in, you know, in the solar plexus, right, you know, below the sternum. And he like, oh, you know, all the wind, you know, how like, you know, monsters get destroyed or whatever and stuff and they always got that damn light and wind and shit blowing through them and stuff like that i was like man is i don't know like i don't know if i want to get killed like that if i got like light wind coming through man then he's like but the life force turns red and it's because since like you kill the space vampire and he also turned into one of those space nasty ass bats because he turned into one and shit y'all remember on golden child when charles dance turned into that big old demon you know uh uh dragon bat whatever he was and stuff he looking like charles dance and everything and of course that next year in 1986 golden child comes out <laughs> somebody got that idea from life force for charles dance to turn into that and yeah he blow up so all right so anyways so he finds him simply red's like older brother finds carlson now mind you i was just like man Y'all just got butt-ass naked. Like, y'all had clothes. Like, she had the grandma gown, the grandma old flannel gown. He still had his, his, you know, jean shirt, jacket, and everything. His, you know, members-only jacket. And they butt-ass naked, rubbing and kissing and all it over each other and stuff. After she done sit there and explain. After he done hollered and screamed at her and talking about he confused he mad he angry you know but shit i love you you know you 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 know all of that junk and sounding pathetic as usual um yeah and and kane's like carlson he's like front he's like here here's the sword he like drops the sword and so he grabs the sword you know you know how like ash like, grabs, like, we do that jump. <laughs> Strange one. <laughs> That's how Carlson did it. <laughs> he did that. Just like, Ash off of Army of Darkness. Strange one. <laughs> click. <laughs> Carlson's like, click. <laughs> you know, he got the sword. And then he stabs her and him together. And I was just like, why did you stab yourself too? Like, you could have, like, moved out the way. You know, you could have, like, you know, I was going to say something messed up, but I'm not going to say nothing messed up because, um, no. 
you could have like rubbed a booty or something like that because i was gonna say some real messed up not gonna relive that <laughs> if y'all wanted if y'all was like what is she gonna say you never know what i'm gonna say but i'm up but i'm not gonna say it for y'all you know that's a little that's a little mean but you know it could have pat on her booty or grabbed or squeezed it or something like that and then like stabbed the knight you know the sword and then kind of moved out the way like ha 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 you know like i'm free i'm free nah he had to like man i love me in the female form you know we got our problems and stuff we have history together we gonna we, we gonna work it out so you know he was like forget it you know because he was like you know i'm part of this i think he was just like really just escaping his responsibility <laughs> but for real though he was escaping that but he stabs both of them you know the sword goes through both of them I'm like damn that shit hurt and then of course the pulse light turns red because it was blue which was um going up into the little rinky dink ass umbrella long weird ass spaceship so they floated up you know like they floating up to the heavens and stuff but they floating into the spaceship um, like I said, the light is red, and then it got all their soul, got all air, you know, pretty much London people's souls, and them too, and they flew up, and that was the end of the movie, you know? So, what are my thoughts on Life Force? Life Force was supposed to be, like, of a more serious side movie, um, the only thing, um, I, I'm, I'm gonna give off my list, uh, Matilda May with her, um, very, um, extremely, did not say much of nothing acting skills, um, that is an A plus, and shout out to her again, like I said, for her just being butt ass naked, even offset, even on set, you know, making everybody uncomfortable, um, you know, her for her, uh, pretty perfect eyebrows, uh, she did not give a damn, um, you know, and, and she was a ballet dancer too, um, that was the reason why they hired her is because of the way how she just walked, and though it was not like, ooh, it was sexual, but it was, she had a very eerie, uh, presence because of her, taking ballet and they wanted her to have this presence about her that was like oh she's a gorgeous girl and she is but naked but oh shit it was very cold and mechanical um you know she she was basically death walking you know around looking hot you know what i'm saying she was looking good and then A plus on the London um, Symphonic Orchestra. You know what I'm saying? The music was really, really excellent. It was amazing. It was impeccable. Um, capturing the tone and the um, scenes of like each uh, parts of the movie. Um, A plus on the actors. Now this is where I'm gonna tell you. I kept. I said the weird acting. The one part I said with the weird acting, I'm going to pacif- pacify myself, I can't even talk, 
is Steve Rails back. <laughs> he was so odd. He was very odd. That was the weird acting part. But like the actors that will, you know, the British actors that played this, hey, they were like A plus too. They really were. They were A plus. They was on a game with this movie to make it as serious as a science fiction horror movie as possible because I seen like how everybody did it wasn't cheesy how they were acting now yes the way how the movie was flowing um the transitioning did get cheesy and that was like a downside to that right there but it was like it, it was like they're acting and other stuff that was A plus and then the other bullshit that like I'm saying that's like I'm telling you uh, it was like somebody just like made like a bland spaghetti dinner and then they just threw pineapples on top of it that's how it was it was like that um shit on like the special effects and stuff because um that was just like some shit they just pulled out of you know because it's toby hooper who did poltergeist he just pulled that shit and, like oh let's do this right here but then i'm kind of like but you made texas chainsaw massacre and you made poltergeist and why were you reusing some shit from Poltergeist? But I don't know. That was him. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm. I'm not Toe Pooper. And sadly, he did pass away. Um. You know, a couple years back. But um, I didn't understand that right there. Um, the two male space vampires. That was like a fucking Debbie Downer because I understood that the story was about Carlson and Space Girl. But I really wanted to see some male frontal nudity. And by the way, PSA, I'm just going to let y'all know of any of the male viewers and stuff. uh, Fall and winter is uh, sweatpants season. Um, I would like to see some dick prints in them son of a bitches. Um, Especially gray ones and stuff. Um, I'm going to be looking... Um, that is your female perversion um, PSA for tonight's podcast. And so um, I do love men in sweatpants. It doesn't even matter if you're jogging, working out, or running to the grocery store, or running to go get gas. Um, just at least be decent, average, good looking. You don't have to have like no hot body or nothing like that. You can be have an average body. But it's just the allure of the sweatpants <laughs> and the dick print <laughs> just laying right there <laughs> anyways that is your PSA for tonight <laughs> but yeah man they just didn't have like enough um, screen time for me but I um, really liked it that they did jump into bodies before they got their bodies decimated by the soldiers when they um, you know they woke up and after she woke up they woke up too um, them dudes were pretty damn good looking like some damn models I gotta say that and that was, I was like ooh they one of them like, like, like one of them was like really super fine though and 
you know, and, and they jumped into the bodies, you know, with their subconscious and stuff of the soldiers, and that's the reason why they, like, kept on with the chaos, too. So, they were actually doing the dirty, she actually made them do the dirty work, though, because that's the reason why the whole science facility was turned, turned all of the, uh, the employees there, like, the, uh, you know, uh, I'm gonna come and get your life force because I gotta stay and and really I think like like they could have I mean I mean seriously maybe it's like a way like how they did it to where they could have like made them you know like look like normal people after they suck the life force but they just made them just look nasty and gross and everything like you know like zombies I don't know it was kind of confusing though it really was, but, um, you know, the, uh, beauty part of it that what I got from Life Force is that the most torturous, um, soul was Carlson, um, you know, he just, he thought with his, his other head, and it got his ass in trouble, um, which led to a lot of people's deaths, um, Just by thinking about that, just, just, just thinking it with his other head, and I'm not the, talking about the one that's on his shoulders. And the dude just needed a lot of therapy. But then again, I look at it like from this other point of view, maybe he did belong with them because it was like something inside of him that he was probably already uh, was a tortured person as it is anyways um, hiding behind the facade of a colonel um, you know air force everything else he's probably hiding a lot of pain um, probably something from childhood or, or he probably was divorced or you know he had a shitty ass marriage you know like I was saying he's like he probably was an alcoholic and you know it was like a dream come true for him to see the space girl and she gave him that that need for him and this like i said it goes back to how vampires pick um their mates and stuff it's gotta they gotta have something with them for the vampire to say "Ooh, you know this is a, a unique specimen this is a neat unique person and they have all this torment and torture you know inside of them you know internally that they're dealing with but on the outside they look so oh everything's great everything's peachy i mean it's the same thing like with lestat the reason why he chose louis because louis like wanted to die after you know his wife dies and his child dies and you know, he's just like, I don't want to live life, and so maybe, uh, Colonel, you know, oh, Colonel, um, Carlson was probably, like, wanted to die, or, or just wish for death, he just didn't let nobody know that he was probably, you know, suffering from, you know, suicide, or, or, you know, he's probably contemplating suicide, that's what I meant to say, or he was just, like, severely depressed, and, you know, and Space Vampire Girl, like, gave that to him, now, I'm gonna be really reading the book and stuff, I know, uh, 
the book is definitely different from the movie um the author did not like this movie he hated it he just felt they just completely trashed um, his whole story um the part of the pornography I don't feel that it was pornography I felt that it was more of just full frontal nudity of like a female a beautiful female form at that and that you know um the sensuality the um you know the eroticism because um vampires tend to be beautiful alluring um full you know just being erotic you know it's very sensual clever um you know just charming and everything and and that's what like the space girl vampire was thrived on is pure sexual energy and 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 she you know of course you know they did the whole kissing and stuff like that and that's what she thrived on and i was like okay you know what i'm saying you know like do your thing girl do your thing girl you know ain't ain't shit ain't mad at you i am i was not mad at her at all and you know even you know even for that uh particular movie especially back in the mid 80s and stuff of you know i'm with the pornography thing i was just like i don't don't think that's porn you know because if you watched the porn back then whoo some of those were actually pretty good. I don't watch this shit. It's like a low vibrational type of energy as it is. <laughs> it is. Look, pornography is a low vibrational energy. It really is. And I used to work at a porn store too. So that's the reason why I don't even watch that shit. You know, on how all the customers were just so weird. It's, like, oh God, it's just people on camera. They probably, like, filmed it, like, a day, and they just looped the damn scenes, you know, to make it longer, and it probably didn't even last them to, like, film the shit, like, probably, like, 30 minutes or four, or two hours or something like that, but anyways, besides the point, I just didn't um, feel like this movie was just straight pornography. I think they just got it mixed up with um, eroticism and sensuality, sensuality, not sexuality, sensuality, Uh, with it you know some people just can't tell the difference between the two but oh well (laughs) oh well to that but yeah that is the end of our podcast of tonight's film life force um watch it whatever you do with it spank it um it was like it it became very silly to me because it used to like oh my god this is so intriguing but when I watched it it was just it, it did it dragged on it did it it had some really really draggy draggy moments um even I like you know, I watch like British science fiction movies. They shit don't drag like that. This shit dragged. But top performances from like the British actors and stuff because they really did get in their roles. Um, you know, 
soundtrack, you know. Um, that's, that's. And of course, Matilda May just like actually just saved this movie. <laughs> she did. She really did. She did a great job. But she kind of inspired me a little bit though. Oh, well, actually a lot, a lot, you know. Which, like, you know, I was like, you know, if she can walk around butt-ass naked, I can too. Not, like, in public or whatever. But, you know, it actually um, helped me to, like, not be ashamed of being nude, you know. I'm not going to say, like, I just walk around in front of everybody like that. No, 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 no. But it made me uh, more acceptable of my body. Um, It really did. And shit i mean it was it's not just only her it's like a couple of people like grace jones and stuff like that that's one of my uh favorite icons too but um but yeah it's just the, just a little tidbit of me just a little piece of me that y'all knew <laughs> but all right then that is going to conclude our podcast for tonight Thank you for listening to the Random Horror Show. I am your host, Keisha Lacey, and thank you for listening because you have really cheap taste in podcast listening.